0: ladies and gentlemen dreamers and doers seekers of purpose and fulfillment welcome to passion on purpose the podcast that sets your soul on fire and ignites the spark within you i'm your host Steph hilfer and i'm beyond thrilled you're here passion on purpose features leaders experts and sometimes me on center stage we put the spotlight on visionaries entrepreneurs leaders experts and everyday heroes to share their journey of self-discovery, enthusiasm and unwavering determination. We'll explore how they use their passion and purpose to fuel their brand. Alongside our leaders, we'll provide practical tips, actionable advice and wisdom from our experts across various fields. So if you're ready to unleash your inner fire, shake off the doubts and insecurities, and pursue a life of purpose with unbridled enthusiasm, then let's dive in. All right, guys, we are back with our first Leaders on Center Stage podcast for season two. I am so excited to kick off season two with the guest I have today. Um, I have been absorbing her in other ways. She's probably like, ooh, what does that mean? Um, And I'm really excited for what she has to bring to the show today and what you guys are going to get to hear about. So I won't ramble on. I'm going to do as I always do and introduce our guest, Tanesha Shears. And I am going to kick us off with our hard-hitting question. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Let's go. All right. What is your why? My why is because I have two girls right now, one and three, and I want to be able to what I think of this world school them. Meaning, I want to raise them in cultures of the world, seeing different countries, eating different food, meeting different people. So, what that means is I have to be location independent, and in order to do that, I need to grow, and I am growing a a business that allows us that flexibility to be able to raise my kids the exact way I want them. That is amazing. So culturally independent or did you say culturally independent right that's what you said yeah, it's, it's called world schooling. I want them to be raised by different cultures in the world. I want them to see how different people live and different how people eat and relate to each other and all the different experiences that you would when we step outside of the bubble of where we've lived our whole life. So we've got a two-month trip to Panama coming up, and then we have Greece planned wow. after that. And I just want them to be able to see the world. I never traveled growing up, and so I want them to have that experience. And being able to grow a successful business has been able to allow me to do that for them. That is
0: amazing. And so where did this like cultural itch come from since you said you didn't get to do that when you were a kid? What what moment in in either your childhood or, you know, midlife did you realize how important this would be for you
1: and then therefore your kids? Yeah. So we had just a very like a normal upbringing, me and my sister. And it was just a lot of, you know, eating just spaghetti and hamburgers and stuff like that. We never actually, I live in Vancouver, which has so many cultures in it, so many different restaurants. And we were just eating at just like burgers and spaghetti and stuff like that. And so when I met my husband, he was born in the Philippines and he's done a lot of traveling. And when we got married, that was something like I'd never done a lot of traveling. And he's like, that's something that would be so cool that he gets to show me part of the world too. Right. And so just naturally, after we had kids, we're like, well, wouldn't it be cool if this was just how we lived instead of a vacation we took once or twice a year? And that's kind of where we've decided that we're going to be part-time traveling going forward. So what does that look
0: like? So you must both work in some sort of remote fashion in order to make that sustainable.
1: Yeah. So my, my youngest turned one a couple of weeks ago. So when she was born, my husband quit his full-time job. He was a nine to five mechanic at Lexus. So he did that. Um, but we have made some very smart investing decisions over the last year in conjunction with my business that has provided us with the income to, for him to not need to work. And so he's been instrumental in helping with the kids so that I could further grow my business, but it's kind of fun. Like he's gotten the business itch and he's recently opened a videography business that has done excellent. And so now we're just kind of finding our groove here and being able to be work independent or location independent, but still be able to do what we love. I love that. And I
0: love the idea of pairing. And I don't know if your husband's doing this, but the idea of pairing what he does with videography, with your traveling. Um, I had this dream of having this particular photographer for my wedding and I just knew that it would never be affordable. Um, but I ended up deciding on a V, um, a destination wedding. And because it was a destination wedding and my photographer was itching to do some traveling, we were able to work out a deal where she got the best of both, well, both of us got the best of both worlds. I got her to come to me and she got a trip out of it. And therefore we were able to work with some finances. So I think that is a beautiful way to kind of blend those interests, worlds, and passions.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, as part of my business as an online presence, there's a ton of video work, there's audio work. So I've been able to bring him into the corporation and outsource a ton of stuff to him, which has been great. And he's actually started bringing on subcontractors to do the filming work while we're gone and he can still do the editing abroad. So it's so cool. Just like when you start bringing in these possibilities, like the solutions that pop up when you go looking for them, right? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So I'm fascinated that you, this is just such a it's not really that much of it's not abnormal anymore, but it's still not the norm, your situation, right? To be able to allow one income for a one income family in general, right? That's just still not the norm. Um, and then for you to take over for that you know e- e- income and then let your husband kind of help support in different ways. So what is it that you do? Tell me more about you and and this business that you do.
1: Yeah. So I work as a health consultant specifically with six and seven figure entrepreneurs. And what I do is I help them double their energy and their focus so that not only that they can make more money, but so that they can actually enjoy the life they created the business for. I find so many of us create these businesses for time, freedom, for life, freedom. And then we completely stop taking care of ourselves. And all of a sudden we look up, we've got these high revenue months or we've got all the clients we want and we don't feel good in our bodies. We don't feel good in our energy. We don't have that, that, fire within us because we just feel so tired all the time. So I use a combination of like wearable technology. Like I have an aura ring. Do you know what an aura ring is? I do. And I've been totally
0: looking at them and wanting one and yeah. like trying to figure out if it would work with me.
1: Yeah. So I use Aura Rings and I help entrepreneurs optimize the way their brain and their body works. And we do that through biohacking their sleep, optimize nutrition, exercise, stress resiliency, and all of that. So that we are, I mean, our brains are our best asset we have in our business. And so my job is to teach you how to treat the brain like the asset that it is.
0: I'm just internally laughing right now because I haven't even mentioned it on the show, but anyone who's a regular listener is hearing my voice. I'm totally sick. And so you're talking about our brain being our best asset. And only Tanessa knows that I fumbled through even trying to kick off this episode this morning because the brain fog is so real. But I'm really like resonating with, with this. It's like hitting home in this way of thinking about the brain being a tool and how much we, we really neglect it
1: right? And whether we're like having really short sleep or we're eating food that's affecting the inflammation in our body and leading to brain fog or the lack of exercise or all of these things. And we don't mean to do that. It's just like, when I get to six figures, when I get to a 20K month, when I get, you know, fully booked with clients, then I'll have the time. But that comes and any entrepreneur I have ever known, they love to like, you know, set a goal a little further down the road. We're almost there. We're almost there. Right. So one of that I like to show is like, no, if you prioritize getting your brain up and working, even if you can boost that capacity, 10, 15%, what takes you six hours now takes you five. You have more time, right? You make better decisions. You are more focused. You are more magnetic in your business. I mean, nobody wants to work with someone who's exhausted and tired all the time. Right? I mean, right. we want to work with people that activate us. And so I just love introducing this whole thing as like, this is a huge ingredient in your business that is so important for not only the longevity of it, if you want to be around in five or 10 years, but how you feel getting there.
0: Yeah. You said something that none of us mean to do it. None of us mean to neglect our brain. And I grew up with my dad whenever I would say, you know, I spilt the salt shaker and I'd be like, I didn't mean to. And he would say, well, you didn't mean not to. And I think that's what you help entrepreneurs do is, is realize that, well, you need to to not mean to, right? You need to make an active choice to not neglect your brain. So I'm hearing sleep, I'm hearing diet, I'm hearing a lot of things. What, is it Tanessa Shears? Is it just you through coaching? Do you have, what's the entity um, that you practice under or or work through with with people? And I I heard you say six and seven figure businesses. So how are you introducing this to the world?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I just work under my own name Tanessa Shears, because okay. everything's branded, but my, everything that I love to touch becomes under my brand of becoming limitless. Cause I feel as with entrepreneurs, like we seek possibility, we seek the edge. We want that growth. We want freedom. That's what we're here for. Right. And so becoming limitless is not about becoming perfect. It's about pushing the capacity for what you believe is possible for you energetically with your business, with your life, with your leisure time. So whether that's with my podcast or my program or my newsletter, everything is about what is the one small shift that you can make that is going to help you become a little more limitless. And that's that thing we're searching of like, this is how life should feel. This is how I want it to feel for me. And I know how to get here. Yeah.
0: So how much does that, you know, you start off the show sharing that your why, right? This deep why is to build a culturally independent life for your children. How much does that cultural independent level and desire, how much do you instill or pull out in your clients? Is that a running theme in your business or is that truly just your personal why that you don't see overlap in business?
1: Yeah. So this whole, like, what is life going to look like if we don't live in one spot all the time? That's only recently come out in the last year, but in previous years before that, I always think that one of the cool things about being around people that inspire you is you get to witness their journeys, right? So just naturally I've got clients now that are like, so what are you What are you doing that's paying for all of this that you you know and you and your bit? how are you able to do that? Can you tell me more about this? And then really, like I, I I love that episode in your podcast you did about about vision and like I don't have one. And so I think naturally, just as you start to exude that, people get interested, right? Because it's exciting. It's something new and it's fun. And part of my job as a thought leader is to share what I'm learning and what I'm going through. So being that one or two steps ahead and being able to be like, Hey, this is kind of cool. What's going on here. And people naturally take an interest in that. So it infiltrated in an unintentional way. It's not like one of the topics I teach, but it's something that inevitably always gets asked.
0: Yeah. I feel like because you found so much, so it's okay. Two things. One, because you're finding so much fuel from it and it's something you're shifting and creating a whole world around, it's clearly important to you. But I also um, know that so much of so much fuel that so many other professionals, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, preach is this idea of traveling and seeing other cultures and being more worldly educated. And so I just wonder if there's always been a tie that maybe you haven't ever really noticed that was there that is just finally coming to that surface. Maybe this is that when I get there, I will do this thing and
1: you're there. Right. Well, that's one of the things that I've recently begun to highlight a little bit more in my content and in the messaging that I have is like, what's on the other side of brain fog? Like if you're Mm -hmm. not tired all the time, if you have the energy that you want, what else is possible? Right. And that is literally what happened is when we cleared this out for me and my husband and you know, the end of the day, you have the energy to kind of problem solve to do some fun projects. And that's what we're like, what would it look like if this, if we shifted our, maybe our investing style, or if we planned this way and having that extra energy has just allowed us to use the time that I find we used to be so exhausted and just like defaulting to the TV all the time to create this whole new side of life. And you're right. It might've been there the whole time. Maybe like what becoming limitless is, is it's like, no, it's not just your health it's your life. Like what else is possible when you have the energy that you want, like beyond your business?
0: Yeah. I think your why is deeper than you even realize. Um, and I I do this on every episode unintentionally, but so much of what I do through my business and through the podcast is help people recognize like this passion, right? The show passion on purpose. Your passion has led you here. And it's what we don't, and what you probably are tapping into with people too, is pulling that out and trying to find that. But your passion has always been very intentional and purposeful. It, it's just whether or not you've seen it and felt it and brought it to life. And so um, I just think it's one of those fun conversations that, you know, tends to be a little bit more introspective and an interesting topic to bring up, but it tends to be like,
1: yeah, I never really thought of it that way. Yeah. It's super interesting. And to that point, I, I'm not, I don't really follow a lot of human design, but somebody uh, pulled my human design chart and they told me I'm a generator. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. And I look, and it's like, one of the descriptions was you raise the energy of the world as a Mm generator. And I was like, I don't know what generator means, but I feel like that's my business. (laughs) So it was so cool to see that I had naturally leaned into that the whole time. But it's kind of fun. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not saying I'm not into human design. I haven't learned about it. I haven't, I don't know. I would imagine I'm a generator just from what I've heard from other people. It's something I probably should go check out. But um, yeah, I love that generator that you raise the energy of others. That's what you said?
1: Yeah, that's about all I know about it. But I read that. I was like, that's enough to know. That's me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what does it look like to work with you, Tanessa?
1: Yeah. So I work with, uh, like I said, six and seven figure entrepreneurs, and I have a 12 month program in which I walk you through the entire transformation from start to finish, not just get you the habits, but really take you through the point. So you can't get it wrong. I find a lot of like programs get stuck in helping you get it right. But when you yeah. go through a full 12 month transformation with the coaching and everything, I really find that that's when you can walk out the other side being limitless. Right. And so that's what I work with inside of my community. Uh, It's usually a very high level community in which there's a lot of uh, interaction and everything like that, and where we can share how we're all growing together. Right. So, this is a community. So, these are all, so working with
0: you looks like it's a 12 month program. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: um, six and seven figure business leaders are coming in and working in a group form with you each month on different topics, I'm assuming. And there's some work to be done independently and then bring to the table as a group? Is Am I kind of k- picking up what you're laying down?
1: Yeah, exactly, it's, it's weekly group calls and then a Telegram community where there's a lot of collaboration and everything like that as we go through. Um, but there is a whole course that's run along the background. So you kind of get to meet yourself where you're at. I mean, some people really want to jump into talking about food first because that's where they struggle the most. Some people really want to dial in sleep. So it kind of lets you, um, I think of it like a buffet. You go up, you take what you need, you go sit back down, you work through it, and then you come and get the coaching and the support from not only the communities, but the calls, right? And then having me and other peers in that group that are in the same business struggles that we're in, that are experiencing the same things, kind of creates a beautiful collaboration for entrepreneurs to, like grow and have more about than just their business and their life, but it's their health too.
0: Yeah. So I love, I love talking about values because we start the show off with why, and then our why usually needs to be seen and acted out through the lens of different value points along the way. Does Tanessa Shears have a value structure that you practice and preach with all of your internal team and external clients? And what is that? What does it look like? What are the words? What are the phrases? What What do you look through every day to make you stay on course with what you
1: value? I think excellence is at the top of that list. Excellence in delivery, excellence in showing up, for the life you want, instead of the life you have, and I think excellence on my end. And always, one of the questions I love is like, how can I do this better? And so mm-hmm. I love to go on walks, listen to podcasts in the morning that talk about product design, for example. And then I'll go back in. And it'll be like, okay, how can I make this clearer? How can I make this more concise? So excellence is something for me, and I think pairing that with compassion, because with excellence mm-hmm. can come perfection, right? Mm-hmm. And so compare it, uh, pairing that with compassion, because inevitably, many of my clients run into the the experience of implementing something and then struggling with that consistency part of it as they're getting the hang of it, as they're working out the kinks, what happens when I travel, what happens when I have kids, like all of that kind of stuff. So really understanding like if I'm holding standards for myself and I am working towards those, but having compassion in the learning component when it doesn't go as I have planned. So I think those are really two big things that I value and I express and I hope that my community upholds as well. I love that. Um, I Okay,
0: I have two questions for that one. I just have to say, it's fun. I love hearing that excellence is, is like on the top. That's one of my core values as well. And I loved when you were like, but excellence is like super type A, that's a lot to live up to. And so we paired it with compassion, right? And I did something similar, you know, we have excellence as, as one of our values and then we pair it with peace. Peace being that like, you, if you're not at peace, how can you perform at that excellence? Right. right. I, th- I think it's beautiful that you recognized as as we did here at Vim that we needed to kind of pair those two, right? They need to like my excellence value came with a warning label.
1: Right. Well, I find it's my masculine energy and my feminine, the yin and yang. It's that balance, yeah. right? That I mean that's what becoming limitless is. It's finding the business between the balance and the business. Yeah. And your health and well-being. Right. Yeah. So if that shows up in our values, it's much more reflected in how people use the content, right? Yes, absolutely. So
0: how does somebody feel, I think everyone understands excellence, but how does somebody feel from
1: you and your team compassion? Because there's always understanding when it didn't go as planned. Mm -hmm. And there's not me being like, well, why didn't this work? What's going on? Like, that's not the vibe I want to give off. It's like, hey, okay, first of all, what did go really well about that? Like, what are we celebrating? We're starting off with some wins. Our brains have a hard time doing that. So getting people in the habit of like seeing what went well and then looking at it from compassion of like, I I love always expressing things as like, of course, that of of course I would think this if it didn't go the way I planned. That's how I've always thought this. But if I don't want to repeat this, not a problem. What can we think that's different? And coming at it from curiosity and of course, and like, this is not a problem. And I love the other question is like, why does this have to be a problem? I think there's things that we make as like, meaning they tie it to our self-worth or value. And I'm always like, but why does this have to be a problem? Like, can't it just be something that you're like, okay, that didn't work. I'm going to learn and move forward instead of taking it as something that's reflective on our worth.
0: Right. I think there's so much um, and I think it's generational and I'm not going to pretend to know cause they, I swear everyone has a different term and label for all the generations, but I think it is a generational thing that this idea of there's a, there's a group of us who failure is, is finite, right? Mm. And so you have to really work hard, um, especially type A personalities, especially entrepreneurs, Um, Just because we all tend to have some similar traits and characteristics, we have to work really hard to overcome what was taught as failure is finite Mm. for for a long, long time until we can, until we can have compassion or we can come to peace and we can see failure as a learning opportunity instead. Sounds like that's really something that you help coach people through.
1: Yeah. I honestly think that nine out of 10 of the people that I work with deal with perfectionism on some level. And it usually stems with a self-worth issue. I was always told I had to get a hundred percent. If I got 99, it was what was wrong with the one. These are stories that I hear very regularly. If I, you know, if I don't, answer emails at 11 PM at night, my clients are going to leave me like that kind of thing. A lot of that internal dialogue. And it's so obvious why it manifests in our health. Then we try Mm -hmm. something, we make a perfect plan. It doesn't work. We beat ourselves up about it and we escape feeling so terrible about the plan not working by making an even more perfect plan. And we get Mm -hmm. in this really ugly cycle. So I think it's using that compassion, teaching us how to break that perfectionist cycle and set goals and habits and plans, business or personal or health that are like, I can do that because I'm working on building integrity with myself, not perfection with a health habit. Yeah. I love that. Um,
0: I want, so it sounds like you have an incredible course. Sounds like you have a great community that people can come into your world for. I want to know if you know if you if somebody chooses not to come into this community right but you want them to at least make some sort of change that betters them from listening to this episode what would be like your tip or like the one tool we could walk away from from this episode that, that can make a small impact on our day? Or even big, maybe you're going to blow my mind and be like, no, this one will change your world. But what's something that the listeners and myself can walk away with from you Tanessa, and be like, yeah, that, that's a big one. I'm going to ch- make that change.
1: I think it's about starting where you're at and starting with one thing. And so having said that, I created a resource. It's my entrepreneur's playbook. It's called 12 Ways to Biohack Your Energy. And I've taken the 12 hacks that I have found that are the quickest to implement and have the biggest results, and I've put it in a playbook. And the fun thing is, is if you're going through this and you find something that's good, I've linked one of my podcast episodes on the bottom. Should you want to know the science, how it affects your business and all of this and dive really deep. So that's a really good resource. If you're like, I'm just looking for one thing I can change that will make me feel more energetic or more focused in my day. And that's on my website at tenessashears.com. And so within that one tip, it's you're going to get 12 tips. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of like we said earlier, the buffet thing. You go in, yeah. you pick one, implement it, feel the shift, go back for another. Okay. We're going to make sure that we have that in our show
0: notes so that the audience can go and download that. Um, you said it was a free a free tool and there's also some extra listening we can do to kind of pair with it. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So to summarize for listeners who are, you know, loving what we're hearing, getting connected with you, feeling like I am some things of like, okay, this is a world I could dabble into. There's some things here I need. You also, we didn't get time to, but you also just at the end kind of threw in this idea of biohacking, which I feel like we could have a whole other episode, like ta- tailoring to what in the heck that is. Cause that, that got my ears perked. Um, but I want to make sure listeners have a good sense of exactly what you do, Who is it for? And kind of a reminder of the best and easiest way to get started working with you.
1: Yeah. So the easiest way, like I said, on my website, you'll find not only my program there, but the freebie. But in general, if you are an entrepreneur right now and you are struggling to get out of bed in the morning, you've taken a while to get going, you know that you're getting distracted during the day, you're not focused, you have brain fog, afternoon energy crash, your life could feel better than this that is the place where you're like, this might be a good fit, whether it be my free Instagram content podcast, or you're working with me directly in my program, that would be who would be the ideal fit for this. Awesome. And you had mentioned that you're in
0: Canada. So do you serve um, people around the world, Canada only, US-based? Tell me who
1: who you serve. I have served someone in almost every content so far, but the majority of my, of my clients are in the States naturally. Okay. Fantastic.
0: Awesome. Well, I really appreciate having you on the show. I feel like we like barely baby touched the surface of what you are and who you are and what you're doing. Um, but I love that we got this little itch from you and I'm excited to dive in deep. So I will, like I said, make sure all the notes are in the show notes for you guys to go and learn more from Tanessa, And um, thank you again for being here. Thank you so much. All right, guys, until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast. I truly hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. So if you did, please rate, review, and share. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, whether a leader or an expert, please go to getvim.com forward slash podcast, and you will find our application page or reach out to me directly and I can give you more information.